Welcome to Travel Market Life, your companion for industry insights and professional business development. Travel Market Life. Join us by webcast, video or podcast. Welcome to Travel Market Life, Hotelier's Voice Series with me, Ryan Haynes. As we speak to hoteliers across the world about the different technologies that they're implementing within their properties to be able to get a head start and to keep us in front in the industry. Today, we're going to be speaking to Robert Marusi from Turtle Bay Resort. He's a Chief Commercial Officer. And the Turtle Bay Resort has over 400 rooms on 1,300 acres of land with organic, sustainable farm, spa, golf courses and beaches. Previously, he's worked with Pelican Hill Resort, which is another five-star property, and Hatton Beach Resort, a Fairmont hotel in Bermuda. So quite a collection. And we're going to be looking quite closely at the role of data um, as he looks to turn around the fortunes and improve the commerciability of the properties. Hi there, Robert. Thank you for joining us. Hi, Ryan. How are you? All very well. Thank you very much. So you've got a really interesting story. You've been at a couple of different properties over the last few years. Just in the last few weeks, you started at uh, Turtle Bay Bay Resort. Um, So technology um, is quite a big thing for you, right? Um, When when you're looking at um, the systems and platforms in your properties. Tell us why it's so important, please. You know, for for me, all the data is about what can I do? Where can I market? What market segment do I need to do my marketing in? Rather than throwing out marketing out there and being hopeful that somebody comes back and views my site, it's how do I I really get that information at hand and how do I really market the right segment to drive the revenue and, uh, and acquire the client asset? Right. So it really comes down to acquisition, capturing that the right guests at the right time with the right promotion um, and, and using that data in the way that you can almost see through the marketplace. Well, really segregating the data. Right. So I understand the persona of my hotel. I have to go out and understand the persona of the buyer. So it's a match not just hopeful that it's a match and throwing thousands of, uh, of, of, you know, fish hooks out there. I would rather go after the client that I know wants and travels to my product and can afford my product. Right. So let's get down to the nitty gritty then about the technology itself. Um, what sorts of uh, platforms and systems have you been working with over the, over the last couple of years? You know, I've been having great results with um, with Amadeus uh, Advanced uh, in the cloud, which is uh, which is really a great product. Um, you know, putting all my sales and catering information um, in the cloud uh, and having better reporting capabilities. Um, you know, Opera Cloud has been doing good as a property management system. Uh, in the last several years, certainly Salesforce Cloud has come on, uh, and Salesforce is an amazing, powerful tool. Obviously, the performance of that company has been incredible. Uh, and Hotel IQ, which is uh, a business intelligence tool with BI and AI that helps me make decisions, uh, not just subjectively, but, but data-driven decisions. 
Right. Well, let's let's break those down one by one. I mean, Salesforce, as you say, I mean, I remember working with them about, oh, God, nearly 20 years ago. Um, and, they, you know, and, you know, everyone's like, SaaS? What's SaaS? And suddenly everything's about SaaS and the cloud. And they've obviously had to throw cloud at the end just to make sure people understand uh, that it's a cloud based system. Um, now, you run your CRM campaigns on this. And, and why is it such a powerful project for you? Because it allows me to segregate the data. It allows me to segregate the demographic and the psycho psychographic data that allows me to go after the right customer. Uh, and that may be by income. It may be by market segment that's popular to me by zip code. Um, it, it, there's a whole lot of data points that I can pick and go after and slice and dice and segregate and go after for a higher level, a higher percentage of, of acquisition on, on the client, you know, that's the thing. And does that also change um, your reporting metrics on the, how you consider success of running these marketing campaigns as well, when you're looking at this uh, like really tailored segmentation of, of your databases? Yeah, it just, it just drives your success rate and your capture rate so much higher your acquisition rate so much higher and, and acquiring that asset at a lower cost. So now I can do it quicker, smarter, more efficient. I don't need necessarily to go out to an OTA and spend 20, 25% on an acquisition fee when I can drive the data, own the data, manipulate the data and do it myself, you know? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I guess, it, you know, uh, the one thing it saves you on is being of having to do all the manual entry and manual manipulation of that data as well. Right. Which always cause many of us headaches in the marketing world. Yeah, sure. I mean, how many times are we going to our revenue people and going, you know, I'd really like to see this, 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 this and this. And they're like, OK, can you give me two days? And you're like, two days. <laughs> That's like an eternity. Right. You know, as you're looking at your comp set, you know, you know, going through success, I need data at my fingertips. And I and I need I need a tool that has business intelligence and artificial intelligence to take out all the subjective discussion about it and just say this is where the predictive analysis is in your future. Hotel IQ gives me that at a couple of keystrokes. And is that different data than you've looked at before, um, particularly from Hotel IQ, the type of business intelligence it's giving you compared to other systems that help you crunch and manage data? Yeah, for sure. I, I mean, I mean, listen, a lot of programs are, are you know, are, are still downloading to Excel uh, spreadsheets with formulas, you know, and my revenue people are developing formulas and spreadsheets and it's taking hours and hours of labor. When I, when I can go to Hotel IQ in a couple of keystrokes, know what major, uh, major minor market segment it's coming from, what geo it's coming from, what agency it's coming from, and start really drilling down. The drilling down feature to get to that finite result you want takes... 30 seconds. Like it's, it's, it's amazing. You know what I mean? And we've all been in the meetings before with ownership and asset owners that are like, well, what if, and why don't we do this? And in a couple of four keystrokes, you're like, well, let me just put it up here and show you why. Let me give you the why. 
right? And, that, and that's allowed you to be more responsive, I guess, react more quickly to the marketplace, but also make sure that you're thinking strategically about the decisions that you're making. And I mean, has it been, I mean, it must be quite helpful right now to see what's happening live in the marketplace rather than look, wait until the data sort of historically sort of logged itself because things are changing <laughs> minute by minute right now. So, you know, my whole thing, you know, I owned a business for a long time and, and it's all about the entrepreneurship about it, right? And when you own your own business, you look into the future. You understand your year over year performance, but you don't dwell in the historical part of it. In the hospitality industry, we tend to dwell on, on historical data rather than looking forward and making decisions quickly. And that's super, super important. You know what I mean? We, we've, got, we've got to make decisions looking into the future. And now, more than ever, it's super important. The historical data is now, it's not relevant. What, what am I going to look at next year? My performance of 2020? Oh, you don't want to do how that. Can I, how can I look at that? <laughs> and no so, one will be reminded of that, surely. <laughs> right. I want to run away from that. <laughs> so now more than ever, we got to go forward, you know, and that, that's the thing with data reporting today. We're, we're reporting out on all this COVID uh, experience that's going on. All, all the data that's coming out with RevPAR and occupancy, it's all about year over year. Why, why are we even looking at that? Mm. When, when really what I want to look at is incremental increases in my occupancy and what those indicators are and how we're getting there. That's all I'm interested in. I'm really not interested in today's data matching it to last year's data at the same time. It means not, it means nothing to me. Now, one of the other things that you are doing is moving to Opera Clouds. Um, so what sort of system are you moving from and, and why have you selected Opera Clouds um, as your choice there? It just runs faster and cleaner, you know, rather than, you know, and there's a whole back end advantage to that from a cost perspective and a safe environment perspective. Um, you know, I don't, I don't have to have it reside on my servers. I don't have to have all these servers on property and a redundancy somewhere else. You know, I let the cloud and the, and, and the redundancy happen there. Uh, and it, it's just much faster. At the same time, from a from a sales organization, you know, my people can, they don't have to go through a VPN to get into a server, to look at the data. You're on a plane, you're getting dinged by an asset owner, and here you are, you're stuck in a VPN connection, and you're like, oh, my God, right? You're like, <laughs> you know, well, the Wi-Fi's out for a little while, whatever. But it's just, it gives you the data quicker, faster, anywhere. Anywhere you are. Well, you're definitely a man obsessed by data. I don't know how many times you've mentioned that so far, but I love it. Uh, so um, what's your experience of actually implementation of new um, products and systems within properties? Uh, how, how do you handle this and make this successful? Um, listen, there's, there's a lot of products out there. And wherever you go and wherever you are, you're either being called on new products, you're seeing new products, but you really have to understand what, what product do you need, right? What are you trying to accomplish? And as a sales leader, you should have a pretty good idea of that. But I like to crowdsource. I like to crowdsource in my environment and say, hey, what do we need? You know, we're all part of this, right? 
and we have the opportunity. We have some money. We, we can go out and pick the, the right software to deliver the, the right results to the asset owner because that's why we're here, right? Um, so what is it? And I'll crowdsource on a, on a big collaborative wall. You know, uh, in most of my offices, I'll paint a wall with, with things you can draw. And, and for a couple of weeks, I'll say, what software do we need? What do we need? And so I, I collaborate and crowdsource and get those ideas back so that initially I have a buy-in from the culture. And we kind of narrow it down and we discuss it. And they're part of the decision-making process. So when I put it in, there's ownership to it. They want to learn it. They want to use it. They want to go forward to it. Now, you always have outliers and you always have early adopters. You just somehow have to bring them all together you know, in your environment to launch the soft the software best way you can. Otherwise they use it at 50% of its capacity and you're the only one looking at it. So. And um, I mean, is it, when you come to procure, procure technology, then if, if it's a collaborative effort, you've got your whole team looking out there for the systems that are going to help answer the problems, uh, answer the problems to, to the, Find the solutions to the problems. I'll find the right words at some point. Uh, <laughs> they're, 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 they're helping you source these and, and procure them. And, 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 and what other ways do you go to, to find um, tools? Yeah, I mean, I, it, listen, you know, on most of these resorts I'm, I'm working at, you know, my teams are, are pretty large. You know, they're a pretty good sized team. And I have people working in it every day. Who, who better understands the business? You know, I mean, in my position, the farther you get up, the less transactions you're involved with every day. I mean, it's just the way it is. Right. And so why not go to the source that people are doing the transactions every day to help you with it? You know, they're smart. You know, you got to develop the culture where they can come in and challenge it like that piece of software. It's not working. It doesn't work. Like I welcome that every day. You know, I, I don't that's not a personal thing for me. I'm just trying to get the best, the best software and the best people uh, in the right seat to really accomplish the goals we're trying to accomplish. Right. Absolutely. And and obviously there's a lot of new systems coming out, a lot of merging technologies. Um, What technology are you looking at next? And uh, what are you keeping your eyes on as a, as a potential um, new, new member to your tech stack? You know, really, um, it's in the digital space, uh, it's in the social space, and it's how can I really dashboard uh, my social environment uh, to really give me the measurement on uh, on acquiring uh, client assets, right? And so I don't have to look at all these different metrics. Uh, I can put it right in front of me to understand <clears throat> Uh, at what percentage uh, I'm acquiring, you know, um, because at, at, at what cost, you know, because that's the that's the that's the name of the game. If I can minimize my cost on acquisition, I win, and 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 I and I, and I go after that every day. How to minimize that cost, right? We've been in an environment where we've gone out to uh, providers. Uh, that are charging, you know, 20, 25% on a booking cost. You, you know, when you're doing um, 150, 200,000 room nights, that percentage starts to starts to build up. Yeah, and the, I guess you've got to find a way to, as you say, um, make it more efficient, streamlined, but also more profitable for you. So you're reducing yeah. these costs. Yeah. Um, 
Robert, thank you ever so much for taking the time to talk to us today and, and run through different technologies and systems, and particularly uh, how you're using data to improve the performance of your properties, and particularly the last three, Hamilton, Pelican, and now Turtle Bay Resort. It's, it's, it's been really fascinating. So thank you very much. It sounds like you're an incredibly busy man, and you've, you've got people waiting for you there. And I don't blame you um, since you run such a large resort. But thank you again for, for joining us. Ryan, thank you for your time. Well, that was Robert Marusi, uh, the Chief Commercial Officer for Turtle Bay Resort. What incredible insight there into how he uses data. If you want to check out some of those systems, um, check out our blogs on travelmarket.life, where you can find out about Salesforce Clouds, uh, Opera Clouds, Hotel IQ, and many of the others that we have also talked about during the Hotelier's Voice series. Thanks for listening. Check out the series on travelmarket.life. Speak to you soon. Ciao for now. For more, go to Travel Market Life. The music sensation by Zach Nelson is reproduced under license from Storyblocks. Travel Market Life is a Haynes Marcoms digital marketing agency production serving the travel and technology industries.